don't tell me that that's just what it is. No, that's you. You did that. You stopped working out. You stopped trying to like hold on. The bullshit stuff that just doesn't freaking serve me anymore. Because it's simply, it's just, it's, I think it serves me because it's easier. You know, really just pisses me off. When you don't talk loud enough into the mic. Oh, you know what just pisses me off? Really trips my trigger. Trips my trig. <laughs> Is when you have something so top of the bar, and then that's your new baseline. Talking about the Bloody, Bloody Mary is good. But when you've had the best, it's like, I'm like that with coffee too. I know how good it can taste. So then if I go to a coffee place and it's not what I'm used to having, that's an insight to me on all the things though. If I know this situation or whatever it is could be better, it bothers me that I don't have that. It's like, oh, this is a waste of a coffee. Like this, it's still very good, but just like do, ooh. Do you want to know what trips my trigger? What? How dramatic you are. <laughs> Truth. You do uh, have a little spot on my face. Deal with that. No, looks oh. fine. Okay. Yeah, it's just like making you glow. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I'll never hear that again in my life. <laughs> That's the last time. <laughs> what do you mean I do deal with that? Like you... Like that's something I get annoyed by? Kind of, yeah. Like you're not just saying that to say that. Yeah. You I are like... I don't know. Like it, it, the coffee thing is just insane with you. Oh, I know that this is an annoying trait about me. I think I do that with those kinds of things where I don't, um, I don't do it often. Like I don't go get coffee often. We don't go out to eat often. So if it's subpar, it bothers me. It's like, oh, I'm wasting the, the bad food time. I'm wasting the money or I'm wasting the whatever. When it's like, oh, it could be better though. Coffee specifically too. It seems like we have such a specific taste of it that yeah. most places don't go with that like it's like if you like really dark coffee or like you know i don't know espresso i feel like is more based on the taste of just like what they're using but if you like really dark coffee like it's hard to find mm-hmm. i don't know most people just don't easily. do dark roast really no with things no or just like even when they brew it the coffee's so weak yeah most places do it so weak so we don't really go get coffee that much because it's like it never ends up being as good as we like no. it. But then when you do find a spot, it's like, oh, my gosh. Cool. Yeah. It is but then cool. I just assume like there's no way no one else likes this. Oh, sure. Yeah. Because if we like it, it's like. I don't know. 
espresso i guess most people like how many people are just getting straight espresso like maybe in their other lattes that taste good or whatever but yeah it's all mixed with majority like milk or whatever yeah 16 squirts of car you know caramel yeah it's crazy not my jam not my jam not my jam should we start with our first segment yeah do you have one <laughs> i do i like you I've had like 14 him. from us yeah <laughs> well i think we should do like the asshole or not segment and then we also should do like a positive spin oh, on boring. something like something that we really like or we didn't expect like what i have on here is a part of my asshole or not but because i also was like you liked it i always like it i want to bring up the positive of it sucks for everybody else but i love it for me <laughs> uh, okay so the asshole or not is when we were flying to Phoenix, no, flying back from Phoenix, we had an early flight and make note that it was an early flight because I think that also plays into the debate if it was bad or not. And we needed to eat because we knew we weren't going to eat before we had to like leave and teach and whatever. So it's 9 a.m. probably. And the only food in the food court that wasn't a super crazy line was Panda Express. And we had just enough time to walk down the terminal, stand in line quick, grab our food and go back. And we were boarding. So we had no time to eat it. So we are on the plane sitting next to a very clean looking old man who like has his hand sanitizer, has his little things all laid out, doesn't have any extra stuff around him, and has just like a tiny little protein cookie that he is very neatly eating. And then we whip out Panda Express. Yeah. Asshole or not for doing that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I go back and forth with the eating on the plane thing. I think general I consensus is like don't have stuff that smells. Yeah but that's what i say also at 9 a.m that's not a spell your smell you're expecting to have in the morning no but being the one eating the panda i gotta say there was nothing better it was so good yeah it was so good i if i can i will save my food to wait to eat it on the plane it's weird huh it's weird, but that's what I'm saying. Like, that is my, that's my jam. Like, that's my positive of this is be able to sit there for just hours and not have to quickly rush. Also, sitting at the gate seat trying to eat is so annoying. Then you can, ha like, have a podcast on or have the thing that you're watching and then you get to eat. Well, it is like, what else are you going to do on the plane anyways? Yeah. I mean, that's what was it's cool. It's like a movie. Like, we just, yeah, we each had a movie on or something on and was eating i don't know lunch or our panda it's like you're just having a meal watching a movie on a plane it's like there's kind of nothing better i think before that i would have said <coughs> for sure an asshole yeah like don't bring a full freaking meal onto the plane and eat it but with us being kind of pressed there and having to mm -hmm. make the decision it's like uh, i don't really like that we're doing this but then Honestly, there was nothing better. I know. There's nothing better. I've totally flipped my mind on whether that's 
shitty or not. I, I do think, I think it's me- awesome. And I, <sighs> when I see people do it, like from here on out, I'm going to be like, yeah, <coughs> you're, you, you're living, you're having the best time. I don't even care if it smells like shit. Yeah. This is the best. I do think there are certain things where it's like, okay, you're just pushing it now. Like eat, but you don't need to eat that. Like that in a large room smells bad. Panda could kind of like, I don't know. I think it smells good. It's but a strong, it's a strong smell. I think that's more the thing. It's like, it's just the strong smelling stuff. It's not that it smells good or bad. It's just, you're locked in well, it's there. It's going to spread. Yeah. I mean, we're kind of notorious for doing this though. <laughs> Remember in California, how many times we'd go to the movie theater in the mall go get food from the food court uh-huh. and sneak it in and it's like we're eating like mongolian food in the movie theater. in the movie and it's just like you open that <laughs> styrofoam fucking tray and there's just this steam <laughs> coming up off and the and we would sit in the front like yeah. third row yeah from the front so everybody behind us just sees this steam piling up through <laughs> probably blocking their side of the movie it's like as much as we go like don't do this don't do that like we do we eat in places we should not be eating most of the time which i i don't really have a problem with that with people in the movie like i don't care about the smell i feel like it's such a large room you can't really tell um i think the whole thing is just like oh it's not good to do because you're not like you're bringing other people's food into a different business but that i mean don't charge 20 dollars for popcorn yeah, we all do. Even if it's not that, people are sneaking their own candy and that sort of shit yeah. anyways. Plus, in our defense, there's movie theaters that literally do this now, where you order dinner yeah. during the movie. Yeah. It's like, so I don't think that's that crazy. Another point, we're really defending ourselves here. Another point for the on the plane, it's technically fine to do. You don't have to sneak it on. There's the plane. no rules. Yeah. There's no rules against it. It's just the moral rules. Like it's just the society rules. Yeah. 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 I don't know. I, I'm after in. doing it. I, I'm, I'm full in. I'm more weirdly enough. I'm more self-conscious about how I look on an airplane. I think it's you so quickly just look. Sloppy. I don't know what it is, but everybody well, just like sitting don't. in the seats. All my stuff is everywhere. I have a coat. So then it's just like piling on. I just feel sloppy. And then you see some people that are like in nicer clothes or in a suit or whatever. That makes me feel more self-conscious of like I'm sitting next to this person in a suit or this guy that was like so clean and put together. And I'm in sweatpants. Yeah. You know, I wonder too, like for then people. Then the food is just like adding on top of it. Yeah, because it is just, it, it's like you're really getting comfortable there. Uh-huh. And I, that. There's something I think gross for, about that. Yeah, and I think for people who travel a lot, I think they find ways to get more and more comfortable. Mm-hmm. That people who don't travel that often are probably like, it, they're very aware of not being in the way, not doing things that piss all the people yeah. off because you're in close quarters and that sort of thing to where, I mean, we travel fairly frequently and i don't know i think we're just starting to like settle into the like well we're going to be on this plane for three Mm -hmm. hours like Mm -hmm. i might as well be comfortable and have a good time yeah it's like same reason you bring your headphones and something to watch or something to listen to a book to read whatever it's like 
yeah, it's fucking three hour flight and you can't time it perfectly so that you're not in your eating range. You know right. what I mean? Like, right. I'm going to freaking get food and eat every plane from here on out because it's it's so it's the most fun. fun that paired with the movie. It was the best thing ever. I know it was the best thing. Ever. I know. I know. Yeah, I know. I'm in. I've been doing it I, that or like having a drink. Like I love having an extra drink. Whether yeah, it's a drinks. coffee or, a, you know, getting a tea or something. Or Those don't get me as hyped up like they it, do for you. It gets me hyped up, but it also is so annoying because then you have to carry it on with you. And it's like having to just like not spill. It's like you're carrying an <laughs> yeah. open drink versus just like a bag of food. Yeah. But no, I love it. I remember back in the day where I would like on the Sunday when we fly back, I would be dancing all day wouldn't have time to shower just rush to the airport and i would just be sitting in my clothes that i was drenched in with sweat all day i'm disgusting and then i just have to sit in a plane that's the worst oh i i probably that would piss me off more than the food if somebody stank like shit sitting next to me i probably didn't smell it was more just like i feel so grimy and sticky yeah and just like my clothes are damp you gotta deal with it yeah yeah so i at least don't have that situation i still look sloppy but yeah so eating on a plane you're not an asshole you're living the best life yeah that's how i feel yeah i agree i'm with you too like if i see that i didn't before i wasn't like oh my gosh it makes me want to get food for every plane ever now i know i know especially because some airports actually have pretty good food yeah i know it's like probably not a bro that's probably a hot take but well, and I think that's what was cool is like, it was just Panda, you know, it's even yeah. just something simple. Like, I don't know. I think there was something about just like opening that up and it's like just this tray of food. If it was like a fucking Subway sandwich or some shit, that wouldn't be as fun. I wouldn't enjoy that as much, but like mm-hmm. having a hot meal, if that's what it is, the hot meal on the plane. Mm-hmm. It's like, am I in first class? What's going I know. on? That's how you hijack first class. You just bring your own hot meal. And a drink. Yeah. And you're like, wow. I so can't illegal. believe I didn't pay $1,000 for this and yep. I get first class treatment. And it's better food too. I feel like that's good. I have a couple more, but I'm not as fired up about those because we haven't flown recently. So I'm not as like. I think we should just do one. Boiled. Yeah. Just one. I agree. An, one an app. <clears throat> I agree. <clears throat> So I posted the video. So Taylor, is it Luan? Lewin? From Boston? I think How'd it's Taylor Lewin. Lewin? Yeah. Lewin? No, Taylor Lewan. Lu- that's it. It's Lewan. Yeah. To where people keep saying, or they always said Lewin. It's spelled like that. It's L-E-W-I-N. No, A-N. It's A-N. Are you, what percent? A hundred no for real yep can't look it up can't look it up it's a hundred write it down because i will need to but he (laughs) posted a video on his stories or no it was on he posted it of him saying like we got to do better as parents we got to do better he's like i expect taylor lewin taylor lewan is a nfl football player for like seven years yes and he's hilarious that you follow somebody like this. Oh, 
I follow all the Boston people. The whole crew. <laughs> I know. It's, the just, whole crew. it's just so funny to me. <laughs> you and the producers, everything. <laughs> but he goes, we have to do better. Kind of like I'm briefing it, but like, if you are a part of a team, a school, a whatever, like, you are signing up to be a part of that community. He's like, every time I drop my kids off, he's like, I send them on their way or whatever. And every person that I pass, I give them one of these. <laughs> and he's like, and I make a note to put it back on the steering wheel so that everybody gets their own this. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, it drives me nuts when I don't get a wave back. He's like, I don't care if you like me. I don't care if I like you. We are a part of this team and this is all we have. Yeah. As parents, this That's is all we all have. We have. <laughs> yeah. He's like, Seriously. you have to keep it alive. That's such a football thing too. It's like, <laughs> or sp- even just sports thing. Like you're told so much. Like it doesn't matter if you like your teammates. If they're your teammates. You have to, yep. you know, you have to create that relationship or whatever. You have to be cool with each other. So it's so funny. He just like carries that into real life. That's where it's like, yeah. Football players are the best. They just, they have that attitude in the rest of their life too. Yeah. So it's like, yep. it's that type of stuff. It's like, well, this I don't is care what... if I like you or not. If I wave to you, you wave back and yeah. we don't have to like each other, but we got to keep it. We got to keep it chill. I think this is what I was like partially trying to get at. And a couple episodes ago with talking about why just athletes are better. It's like the, the physical ability that they have is so incredible to me. But it's also that, like, their mindset is so specific. You see the the world differently. Yeah. In that way. And it's, I it's, love it, it. It's the team sport thing, though, too. And I think it's football, too, because you take basketball. There's only five guys on the court, like 10 to 12 sure. on a team. To our football, there's like 53 guys. So it's like you're literally doing this as a tribe, as a yeah. community. Like, there's so many people. There's also 11 people on the field on your team so it's like you and 10 other guys have to be in communication and working together like that's fucking hard go work with 11 people and have everybody doing what they're supposed to be doing like it's it's difficult you have to have the teamwork Mm -hmm. that i don't know football is just different in that way and i'm sure soccer is the same thing i don't know much about soccer because they they have a lot of players on the field at the same time too but team sports football specifically there's just something different about the way they view things because it's like their life is working with other people Mm -hmm. and working together. So they just take that to everything else now. And it's like, well, I wave to you, you wave to me. Like, this is how we know that everything's chill. It's like, if you don't wave back, I'm going, what's wrong with you? Like, why aren't you doing, why aren't you a part of this You're not being a team player. You're not being a team player. Like, what's your problem? Mm -hmm. Like we need to either fix you or, get you out of here like one of the two things so it's this like immediate trigger of like something's up we got to fix this we got to do yeah. something with this well because he was saying he's like i don't care what grade your kid is like i don't care what you're here for your kid goes to my school because he, he started out like psa to every parent from my kid's school we got to do better <laughs> <It's just laughs> yeah. like we're all part of the school whether like they're having a bad day a good day like we all have this moment every morning yeah, where we pass each other and we have to keep this alive. This is all we have. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, well, that's yeah, what, I get that. That's what's like the joke about the, the drop off and pick up line thing. 
So it's like everybody hates it. It all sucks. Yeah. Like, yeah. So why don't you kind of bond over that? Yeah. Instead of getting pissed at each other about how much it sucks, like you bond over that and you go like, yeah, this sucks. Everybody's in each other's way. Mm-hmm. Like that's just how it is. The fucking kids don't know where they're going either. Like they think you think oh, yeah, they it's know what your car the is. Kids' fault. Yeah. It's like we're all in this together. Yeah. But everybody's got to be all pissy and moany and whatever to where it's like if that was a football team yeah the fucking sunday a.m workouts or saturday a.m workouts suck and nobody likes them but you bond over that you don't then get pissed at each other for like having to be there and deal with that it's like you bond over it's like yeah "Yeah, these suck and we're doing this together okay let's get through it that's so football mentality that out in the real world it's like no it's like you're in my way i'm pissed at you it's like we all think this sucks mm-hmm. we all hate this we should be able to like bond and communicate and like think this is funny and you know break the tension and all that kind of stuff and wave to each other mm-hmm. and just be like this is crazy right mm-hmm. yeah it's like that should be what it is not this fucking yeah everybody's angry all the time yeah you start to get that like you know three o'clock starts rolling around and you're just like why am i so anxious and weird it's like because you gotta go pick up your fucking kid in 30 <laughs> minutes and it sucks yeah to where it should be like hey i wonder if i'll see so-and-so or i want like yeah. it's not that bad because people are goofy there, funny there, you yeah know, picking up their kids and it's cool it's like that's more what it should be yeah i thought it was funny cool message and it was funny yeah something special football players are the best something special about them there is something special about them yeah do you have anything otherwise i have something to bring up you can keep going i'm pretty blank in the head yeah okay (laughs) it's black shirt very what's the guy death no it looks like someone but it's not coming to me um I was thinking about earlier today this concept of whether like anything in life kind of like this could pertain to literally anything is knowing the difference or being able to analyze the difference in yourself of when are you being patient for the snack and when are you just being lazy or not going for it. Does that make sense how I'm phrasing that? Like, just in life of things, like, how do you know when you're not pushing the gears as hard as you could to get to that thing? And you're just like, well, it's just going to, it's going to come or in time. It's like, no, you're not putting in the effort. Yeah. Versus like, no, this is going to just like, I just have to settle into this. And like, it's not time for that to happen yet. I don't need the the final outcome yet i think that's where the exercise and the you know the eating right and just having a good diet like that's kind of the simplest example for that like what you're talking about is it's so easy to identify identify if you're being lazy or not because it's like are you doing it or are you not doing it because like health is very just continuing to do it and always doing it you know it's not like 
oh, I got to be, I got to wait until Monday to start working out or I got to wait till New Year's Day to then start my workout routine and start going. It's like, no, that's just, that's not you being patient. You're just being lazy now. It's like you could start today or tomorrow. Like you can figure that out and deal with it. Same with eating. It's like, you know, what's probably the right decisions and the wrong decisions. That's why the exercise thing is very, I think that's why I get annoyed or frustrated with it because it's so simple. It's like you're either doing it or you're not doing it. There's really no patience involved with it. It's either you're being lazy or you're not. Hmm. I think other things are more complicated than that. But it's like you're either going to the gym or you're doing weight training, you're going for walks, you're emphasizing your health in exercise and in what you're putting in your body, or you're not doing it. So this like, well, I'll like, I'm sore or I didn't, you know, I'm going to eat these things, but then tomorrow I'm going to do better or whatever. It's like the negotiating with yourself and trying to figure these things out to like game the system. Mm -hmm. It's like, that's your laziness. That's not you being patient and you trying to work with yourself and all that kind of stuff. You're just not doing it. Yeah. Cause it's like when it comes to health and that sort of thing, there's no patience. You don't need to be patient. Well, and that's what I think is funny with the health stuff is it's so both like there is no patience, but they're also you're you're putting in the work for what patience will give you like you get the immediate outcomes of or the benefits from it. But how I guess we're seeing fitness more as a recently or I, I specifically am is more for that longevity purpose of I want to make it easier for me when I'm 70 and 80. I want to be strong enough to be able to not need help or to be able to sit up and sit down, blah, blah, blah. That it's like putting in the work now and seeing the result. Like I can't see the results now of that. I'm not old yet. Mm -hmm. But then the, yeah, the immediate. I was thinking about that too, actually, with the fitness stuff. It's kind of a sidebar of this, but. Yeah, kind of detour. Like, um. We're taking a little bit more of a break right now. And then with holiday stuff coming up, we typically, I mean, we, we travel, but we are in the last how many years more consistent with it. But before we weren't when we would like say go back home or whatever. Mm -hmm. And I wonder how many people do that in whether it's the holidays or not, like they would take a week off and think that that's okay or not even okay, but like that, that would be normal. It's like, that's not being consistent though. It's like you take a week off and you are slowly falling out of your routine or within that week you're slowly, you know, starting to make not as good of choices with your food or whatever that I'm so aware when we do that of like, ooh, okay. Mm -hmm. It's either not good or I'm registering it's okay because I'm not trying to do anything right now. 
What does that sound? I don't know. Mm. Was it the router or something? I don't know. Mystery sound. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think with the Good holidays idea. specifically, you most people are going to take a step back mm-hmm. or like find a way because and it's something that we talked about before it's like there's more than just exercise and eating right there's also you know oh yeah mental yeah. and social health and yeah. that sort of stuff that like yeah when we go home for christmas i'm not gonna like be super strict with my diet and be like crazy on top of working out and forcing that and making sure that happens because i think i'm doing that most of the time that now this is my time and my i'm able to do this during the holidays because i'm going to be around family more to where i don't get that opportunity a lot of the time Mm -hmm. so it's like i want to be able to like enjoy the time here and it's like i get you don't need it but having fun food and having drinks it just makes things more fun everybody's doing it it's the community thing it's a part of life just like being healthy is a part of life yeah so when it comes to this time like i'm totally fine with not going to the gym as much or not exercising as much not eating as great but like you said i'm very aware of it and then when we come home it's now let's get right back into it and start kicking things into gear. Like I'm not going to try to ease myself back in. I'll ease myself into workouts, but I'm going to the gym every single day because Mm -hmm. we need to create that routine, the consistency and the discipline immediately. Not this, Oh, I'm going to go once a week and then I'm going to build to two and then to three. It's like you can go to the gym every single day. It doesn't mean you have to do a whole bunch of stuff. There's, a famous like jujitsu school and gym, John Donaher and his school, they train every single day and their guys don't get hurt either because when they feel like they're beat up and sore, they still go, but they take it easy. It's like, I think there's, and they have, and they have the greatest jujitsu practitioner probably to ever live at this point is what people are saying with Gordon Ryan. It's like, it's because he's constantly drilling the things every single day whether it's at a hundred percent or 20%. So there's really no excuse or there's no like rest day. You don't need to go take a rest day. You don't need to completely be away from the gym or completely not. I mean, it's like, think about that. Do you, there's this weird thing with the cheat day and the meal, but there's really no, there's no benefit to having a cheat day. That's just, an excuse for you to be able to break your healthy diet for a day because it maybe helps you mentally, but it's like, it would be much healthier and better for you if you never had a cheat day. Yeah. I I think the cheat day thing is it works and it's beneficial, but not from the health standpoint, you're doing it from the mental ease so that, you know, I guess like when we've done that, we don't call it a cheat day. We call it more like a fun day. Like we don't do it for the eating bad food or whatever it's more just that we do something fun but that allows us to be more structured and extra strict on those other days because we know we're going to get a fun day so maybe it's the same thing with food but i don't think 
they're i don't think most people are then strict on those other days <laughs> that's what i'm kind of getting well, at with this whole true. like with the holiday I, thing yeah i was like oh i'm curious how many people would take several days off and think that's okay and then how many times are they doing that but then it, you're not right. almost not aware of it it's well, like i know in the year when we do that yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. You can kind of forecast it and know. I mean, yeah. we do that a lot with, with the holidays and with certain times that we know, like, okay, exercise and diet is probably not going to be great at these times or at this point, so we should really dial in, you and know. Prep for it. <laughs> yeah, the month before or the month after and not try to be, you know, loosey-goose with it. I think the the point I was trying to make with the cheat day thing is, like, we know that that's not beneficial yet we still do it for your for your health like you said but but yet we think the rest day from the gym is super beneficial like oh you need to take a day off you need to make sure you're not like you have a day or two that you're just relaxing and everything's fine it's like well we don't do that with health why would we do that with that exercise why can't you mm -hmm. just still go to the gym and do mobility do a regular warm up that you do and do some just like active movements with no weight or maybe very little weight or and then stretch at the end or maybe it's like going in the sauna or it's doing something you haven't done before that's very low um, intensity and that sort of thing like that keeps the consistency and the routine and the discipline and it doesn't change anything for you to where everybody you need to take a rest day you need to go sit down and do nothing all day it's like we all know it from school it's like it's so much harder to go back to school after christmas break when you've had a week off or say summer than it is like when you just have your regular weekend and you're back to school on monday it's because you're in the routine you're in the discipline of it well so why are you taking two sometimes three rest days and for some people it's like they work out twice a week and we have said that you can do like go exercise two days a week. That's fine. That's an, that's enough exercise to get started. But I think the goal is to be able to build to an active and healthy lifestyle that. Well, but I think us saying that means two different things. Like we're saying to have two intentional workout days where you're, you're putting time to your specific training and that like whether you're weightlifting, whether you're doing more like you were doing more like endurance and cardio stuff like two very intentional intense days for you and then having the other days be more relaxed but you're still active and and that's the problem is like most people's jobs is just sitting down to where they get up they maybe get ready for work shower eat make their coffee they go to work whether it's at home now or they drive there then they're at work and they sit there for eight hours then they drive back or maybe they're already home and then it's like basically make dinner and then sit and do nothing mm -hmm. again and and it's maybe go maybe it's it is go exercise and it's they get one hour of exercise it's like you you maybe had a thousand steps today and worked out for an hour it's like that's not active it's just not and and then mm -hmm. people wonder why like oh i can't I can't get healthy. Like I can't put on muscle. I can't lose weight. It's like, because you're not active. You're, 
nine to five sitting on your butt all day and then you go do one hour of activity it's like there's there's no reason why your body would would change and respond to that that's one thing that i was i'm became very aware of with all like when i started traveling more heavily was how tired i was getting and like the flying and sleeping for very minimal hours and then having to be still very active just how that would drain my body but i think there can be a version of that where it's like okay yeah you do need to recover and rest but i think people and what i would too in those moments like fall into well sleeping more resting more not sleeping more but just like not doing anything was the only way to recover versus if i was healthier and my body was able to handle more the stress of the flying and the lack of sleep and the high activity days wouldn't get me as much because my machine is working better that's like i when i started adding in workouts on those weekends i wasn't getting as strung out when i would come back home because it's like i was still keeping the machine healthy it wasn't i'm running myself ragged and then nothing running myself ragged and then nothing that i think most people are probably in that schedule with their life of things are going 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 they're tired Mm -hmm. all the time they're running busy schedules they have kids they have um you know maybe relationships they're taking care of that i think a lot of people are in that situation but the the push very rarely is like well then get yourself healthier to be able to handle that better it's more well you need rest because your life is difficult it's like yeah yeah but you could be able to handle that better yeah, and I think that's kind of the counterintuitive point is like, oh, I'm tired and, I'm a, and I don't get a lot of sleep and it's go, go, go. Now the way to make me feel better is to go work out. Like that doesn't seem like it adds up. But yeah. it's like sitting on the couch and calling it rest is not benefiting you. Especially if like you're on your phone the whole time, you're working on the computer or you're watching TV. It's like your brain isn't getting a rest with that. No. And I think that's more of the, the stress is the mental, it's the brain activity and all that kind of stuff that you don't, you don't need a bodily rest. Your brain needs it. Your brain needs it to where, yeah, most people go, well, I need to rest today because I've had a crazy you know, whatever, four, four days or five days from work and this and that. And so then they sit and they just watch TV all day and it's like they're on their phone or they're doing this and that. It's like, you're stressing your brain to where you were already doing that for four or five days. Mm -hmm. It's like you're, you're calling it rest, but then it's actually more activity or more straining what has already been strained. Mostly it's like you've had, you've had zero physical activity all week and you claim you need rest but really you probably need to go get some physical exercise and give your brain a break Mm -hmm. it's kind of this weird like i don't know weird trickery in a way it's like oh i need rest because i've had a long week and it's like well you've had a long week mentally not physically you've done nothing physically all week oh yeah that's weird to where now you're going let's take a break and i need a rest and your rest is just sit and kind of do nothing all day. It's like, if you're going to rest, like go to fucking bed and sleep for 12 hours. 
don't just sit on the couch and then stress your brain doing something else. Oh, like that is interesting. Going and getting physical activity is actually going to relax your yeah. brain and, and the, the, the stress and the mental thinking all the time. And then you're going to get this positive benefit from actually doing something physical. Mm-hmm. So it's like people don't, they don't separate the two. They go like, oh, I've had a long week. I'm stressed. I'm tired, whatever. I need to, I need to just sit and do nothing. It's like, well, you're just kind of doing this self-fulfilling thing of I don't want to work out, so I'm not going to do it because you, you'll do all the brain stress all week. But and and sitting there on your phone, watching TV, like mm-hmm. whatever it is, but you won't get up and go be active and stress yourself that way. It's like there's you're overloading in one area of the stress and you're completely negating the stress in this area. I've noticed that like when I have days where I'm just on the computer working a lot, my breaks, I try to be, I'm trying to be more intentional about that now of like just laying down or sitting there for 10 minutes and just thinking or sitting there and listening to a song or whatever, but I'm like closing my eyes or I'm not looking at the screen while I'm listening to music. I try to just like, cause like, well, I'm taking a break from the screen with another screen. That doesn't make sense. Yeah. It's like, so my brain is needing, a am needing a brain break, but the signals and the cortisol spikes that I'm getting with the, the Instagram or the whatever, yep. it's like, oh, I'm not getting a break. I'm just doing the same thing. It's just a fun break. Yeah. Tori, I think if you but can, my brain doesn't know the difference. <laughs> I mean, it does. No, but, no. But well, it's, still... it, it, it's, it thinks it's still working. It's yeah. Like it still thinks it, it's under, it's still under stress. So I think that's, what's cool about those two differences is like you can be comp- you can be really stressed from the work and whatever else and you in your brain but when you go do physical activity like it's almost relaxation for the brain but then it's stress in the body it's like you're getting these two different things the physical activity stresses your body but it relaxes the brain the on the computer and the work and all that kind of stuff stresses your brain but it relaxes your body so it's like you have these kind of two perfect pairs. Now just use them in equal amount. But people only exercise or only go on their, you know, go work, go on their phone, watch TV, do all that stuff and stress their brain out. But then their physical body gets no stress. And then they go, well, I'm tired, so I need to rest more. It's like, no, that's not. You need to rest your brain. And mm-hmm. that's go get physical activity. Mm-hmm. And even still, it's like, it's good to stress your brain a little bit, just like it's good to stress your body a little bit. I saw the camera. <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> to where like, go, you got to do both. It's not that don't work or don't be on your phone mm-hmm. or don't watch TV or whatever. You can do those things, but it's. Also, you need to go be physical, go be active, go do something. You're staring at a screen all day, go outside and get a horizon view. It's like something that Andrew Huberman talks about all the time, that we need those breaks. We need to see the horizon. We need to see like the peripheral wide scope, not Mm -hmm. just this, you know, right here all day long. Mm -hmm. Uh, Because I don't think we, we calculate how much those those brain charging acti- or I say charging those brain depleting activities like really affect like I notice for myself if I'm 
sitting there and my breaks are I'm looking at Instagram or I'm looking at whatever my mood will shift and maybe people aren't aware of that or I'm just more sensitive to it but I I will notice a shift in my mood and it's like well yeah be- this thing is changing my chemical reactions to things like yeah of course it's going to adjust and then from there am I going to want to go do the physical activity am I going to be very inspired about life or when I'm having a conversation with you like am I going to be up to it it's like probably not my brain is now at a lower percentage and work is probably already taking that away or life is taking that away from my brain it's like now I'm just adding smaller doses of just depletion and then I think we wonder why, like, why do I always feel weird or mm-hmm. sad or blah, 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 or stressed? Like, I can't handle a lot. Yeah. It's like, all I did was, like, you know, lay around or, like, on the weekends when you're gone. It's like, I try to not be on my phone so much because I will greatly see a change in my attitude. Yeah. And it- because i I am working so much just sitting down it's like my physical it's all the brain that's getting messed up right right and i think that i don't think people realize that of how much stress the just like being on the screen or you know the kind of obsession over the phone and just going to different things on the phone all the time like i'm gonna check instagram then i'm gonna check twitter then i'm gonna check you know fucking fantasy football then i'm gonna check you know not fantasy football but other sports and then i'm gonna Mm -hmm. go to my email and then i'm gonna go to this it's like you're kind of you're just constantly in that loop of the phone stressing the brain and it's like we've talked about it too it's like we'll have a podcast on and then be on our phone or we'll have a we'll have a podcast on and then be watching a video on youtube and then on our phone it's like you can do some of that but it's like you want to talk about how we're, kids are developing ADHD. ADHD. Yeah, Holy shit! <laughs> yeah, we're we're training them to do that. Right, right. It's like you know, it's like you you look up you look at shows now. It's like the 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 songs that my mom would use in her classes are slow as shit, and I'm yeah. like, these kids are not gonna pay attention this whole time. Yeah, it's like well, they did back then. Yeah. So what does that show? Like all the songs now that are like instructional songs that I would use in class, they're fast paced. Shows, they're fast paced. Movies, they're fast paced. Like you think of, um, what was that one show? Mr. Rogers. Oh, so slow. It is dull colors. Yeah. It's dull motion. Everything is a slow, like he has a slow cadence of his voice. It's like, yeah, we're training kids and we're training adults to have ADHD. Yeah. We're practicing that every day to have that. Literally. It's like, like, I don't, I'm not saying you don't have ADHD. I'm going, we're building ourselves to have that. Like, it's not like a, oh, you were born with it. I'm sorry. Well, like you said, it's practice. I mean, you're literally practicing to have it. Just like you practice to get good at weightlifting or have a skill. You're practicing the skill of not Mm -hmm. having a good attention on one thing. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it it's it could be so mitigated by seeking out activity. I think that's the other mm-hmm. thing people people seek out more ways to sit down and do nothing than they do seek out to go do stuff. 
It's like, you need to go be active. That That's going to be way better for your health, your brain. I think that's kind of the, I don't know. We, we know now more so because of how much it's talked about, but I think it still hasn't clicked for a lot of people of like, you wonder why you have ADHD or, or struggle paying attention, or you wonder why like you're anxious, you have anxiety, you're depressed, you have all these issues. It's like you've found every way possible to not be active. And I don't think it's just, oh, we're not test we weren't testing our kids back then. No, for like, sure. You not. can see it in their behavior. You can see it in adults' behavior. We have clear we have cl- I I mean it's like it's sad to struggle. Like I have like people that struggle to pay attention. Like that's not just, I don't want to say like that's not normal, but it's not normal. Well, it's more normal now than like being able to sit and pay attention is. Yeah. It's but I guess that's what I'm saying. Like kids that's in the, in the dance class that can't sit still and can't like, like what you did the other night of, okay, we're going to run the dance. Like, you can't be moving fidgets. If, you can't be moving if there's a point where we're not supposed to be moving to where so many of the kids are like, they're supposed to be just posing and waiting for their turn kind of thing in the dance. And like, they're just like moving and mm-hmm. like, you know, flipping their hair or doing whatever. It's like, this is a part of the routine of the dance and they can't even sit still. Yeah. It's like, and then we've had examples of, Someone will come in after a long weekend and be tired <laughs> and all of a sudden they're not doing it anymore. Yeah. It's like, and they're behaved. Yeah. It's like, because you're actually physically active and going and mm-hmm. doing stuff. It's like they had a long physical weekend. It wasn't like a long mental, you know, they were on the iPad all weekend. And it was I, like, yeah. they were physically active all weekend. Yeah. And then they come in and they're like. I don't want to move extra. I don't want to fidget and do stuff. Mm-hmm. Like I don't have any energy to do that. I have enough energy to do what we're doing, but I'm not going to just sit here and like try to be find distractions and do other stuff because I'm anxious. It's like, yeah. And I think that's what we're recognizing this extra. Uh, I don't say extra, but like misguided energy as it being anxious or anxiety or yeah, like, uncomfortability which yeah it does it feels uncomfortable in your body when you're feeling those things but again it's like the whole like i wonder how many people would take how many days off and think that that's okay and then go like well why like you said all those things of why can't this happen why can't i feel this why can't blah 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 it's like well okay but that's the whole point is it's so easy to see in kids but as adults we're doing the same thing oh yeah well and that's like we talk about all the time with kids it's like i mean the obvious thing is like adults are just big children you know with kids it's it's so obvious to go like oh you're tired or oh you're hungry or whatever tour with adults is a little bit more difficult to see those things Mm -hmm. like oh you haven't got enough activity go do something and you'll be a little bit more you'll be more behaved or you'll be you know less crazy running around the house type of thing to where we don't think like adults need that for some reason we think oh we're adults we can handle that and do that now and it's like it's so untrue i don't even think it's adults i think we can handle it 
I think it's, oh, adults, life is hard and exhausting. We don't have the, it's like you hear, you've always heard that as growing up. Like, I don't have the, I wish I had the energy when I was younger. It's like, you do, you're just using it on wrong things. Like, yes, you are doing more. You're an adult. Your life is harder. You're having to handle literally more tasks in the day. You're the one that cleans the house. You're the one that cooks. If you're a parent, you're the one that has to take care of your kids. Dealing with a significant other, that's difficult. Like, and your job. (laughs) Kids just have to go to school and like be in a fun activity. That I think we're misguided with. But we should also be able to we should be building ourselves over our life to be able to handle being an adult and handle what that means versus like, Oh, it's just going to be more hard as you get older. It's like, that sucks. If that's it's like, yeah. I refuse. Yeah. Well, it, and we're in the, we're even more so I feel like in the culture now, culture now where it's, It's the feel bad for me. It's the, you know, things are hard for me and trauma and all that type of shit where it's like everybody was going through it before. It's just we didn't like <laughs> the people that were doing that. We were kind of just like, ah, suck it up. Like We, 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 all, we sure. all go through that. Suck it up. Or they didn't talk about it. To where and people didn't talk about it because that was the response a lot of the time just like suck it up deal with it we're all doing we're all going through that it's like oh you have a problem like trying to get to the gym it's like yeah almost everybody does it's like the small percentage of the population can actually do it consistently Mm -hmm. or oh you're not happy with your body okay well that's freaking everybody congratulations Mm -hmm. that it's not that anymore it's now more like oh i'm so sorry oh i feel bad for you oh like Let's talk about it. Let's talk about our problems. Let's talk about our struggles. Let's talk about trauma and, oh, how that makes you feel bad. Oh, I'm so sorry. And blah, blah. It's this babying bullshit. Well, I think now it's even further. It's not even babying or, oh, I feel sorry for you. It's how do we empower that? Yeah, totally. Totally. You know? That it's like, you think that's helping you? You know, how many people are like, oh, I just want somebody to to that will listen to me it's like i don't want somebody to just listen to me i want someone to challenge me yeah fucking challenge me like tell me where i'm wrong tell me where i'm thinking weird tell me like i don't know just like don't just let me talk and sit in my soapbox everybody's just letting everybody do that and look where it gets you we're the most obese country in the fucking world mm-hmm. and we all we deal with is political issues companies are changing how they do everything because they want to be inclusive to everybody and everything and we've turned this into just a babying culture because nobody wants to be told the truth anymore it's like you want the truth you want to you want to like go put on muscle or go lose weight go to the fucking gym yeah go to the gym and eat healthy but no we want this babying of like well it's actually it's actually not healthy to to be super muscly and active (laughs) and eat really good like you actually need cheat days because your fucking body does this and that it's like 
It's all bullshit. Yeah. It's all bullshit that people are just trying to make you feel better. It's like, go, go do it. But you want to find the, this game, the system. And I know you want to game the system because I have my things where I want to game the system. Mm-hmm. And I know that I do that. It's like, you can't game it. You have to do what the shit is. The people that are healthy and in shape or the people that, you know, make money and have a successful career, they're not going to go, yeah, I just game the system and I tricked it. And nobody realized it. It's like, yeah, no, they went through the shit. Mm -hmm. Well, and it's what we talked about yesterday, which is something that I still struggle with of taking the ego out of your life and taking the emotions out as much as you can where it matters. Like I I am someone that does not, I have never done well with criticism. That's not like as a kid, I would avoid it like the plague. Like I would want to be someone that was like, say a kid in an activity. Like I would never be the bad kid that would get in trouble because I couldn't handle the attention of getting in trouble or I would want to be extra on top of it when I was at dance or whatever, because I don't want to get corrected. I know Mm -hmm. it's easier for me to bust my ass and do extra than for my emotional state to get corrected. I don't do well with that. But as you get older, there are just going to be things that you don't know, or there's going to be things that you need to get called out on or there are things that I I don't know like you're not going to be good at everything you're not going to naturally know what the right answers are and if you're able to surround people that are different than you or challenge you or whatever I think it is really beneficial to just let go of the the ego or the emotion of like well, but I'm not, I'm not, this is me. I'm not someone that gets things wrong or gets critiques or whatever. It's like, I remember the first time you told me like, you're mean sometimes. It's like, I have never been told that. I was always the kind, sweet girl. Everybody else around me was mean, always meaner than me. So my shit wasn't called out. It's like, okay, but you're still being mean sometimes wrong like that that alone it's not well you're mean but people around you are more mean Mm -hmm. like doesn't matter you're still mean that that allows me to get better I want to be better at things I want to be good I want to try to see what's the best version of myself that I can get to I'm not going to get that way with just filling my own ego up yeah well it's the thing that's said all the time but it's like being honest with yourself and and people just don't do that enough and i think it's so hard but it's it's so difficult but i think there's the there's the trend now where it's like it's generally difficult to like really sit and be kind of aware Mm-hmm. You know, like almost therapy for yourself. And even for people that go to therapy, that that is now not difficult. Almost everybody does it. Sure. To where now, mm-hmm. 
there's this weird trend and culture of like I don't know how to describe it other than like everybody's their own therapist now and they think they know what they're doing <laughs> and they don't to where like you can hear the conversations that they have and you go oh you think you know what you need but really this is just you not being honest with yourself and avoiding this issue yeah you know taking the exercise thing for example it's like oh well whatever making an excuse about not having to go to the gym because this is happening currently and this is actually better for me and I've thought about this and blah 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 blah. it's like mm -hmm. typically people wouldn't have even thought of it they would just go like I, I, have, I don't really want to go because I'm lazy and they would be able to admit that to where now it's this whole like well actually for my health and overall health I need to be balanced and my balance is actually I only go to the gym once a week and I only do sauna there so my gym is go to the sauna, come back because I need to work more on like my mental health and do this and that and blah, blah, blah. It's like, wow, you've created this incredible game to not have to go to the gym and do shit. It's like, you're just not being honest with yourself. Yep. You're avoiding the actual issue and making this cute little game about how you're still being productive and still being successful and still doing all this shit. It's like, well, have fun not getting to where you want to go with that because you're not taking the problem head on and going for it and doing the shit that's hard. Mm -hmm. You're finding a way to make it easy and something that you can manage and get around it. But at the end of the day, you're not going to get to where you want to be doing that. And people do that with exercise, with health, with like their job, with relationships. Mm -hmm. It's like... You are just finding the game and making the game because there's this trend of like, oh, let me just talk my way out of this. It's like, I love that scene in Community, the show, where he says like, I have just, I, I realized early on that I can talk my way in or out of anything. And we do that to ourselves too. And we do it to ourselves all. It's like, it's the perfect phrase or scene or whatever Yep. that it's like, oh shit. Like it made me really think about like, how much do I talk myself into doing something that I already want to do, even though I know it's not the right decision or talk myself out of something I really don't want to mm -hmm. do, even though I should go do it. It's like, you're just constantly manipulating and convincing yourself of the wrong bad thing and you know what i do that i really try to do that now because i've been called out so many times and called out meaning like life has called me out so it's like yeah same the data is there like you know you take the the weight loss thing it's like okay well i easily could say oh, I'm heavier now, or I'm bloated more, or I keep more body fat on, or I have more cellulite. It's like, I easily could say, well, I'm getting older, or my hormones are getting kind of funky as I'm getting older, or I'm not as active as I was when I was a kid and I was dancing six days a week. 
sure. Or it could be, I'm having too many carbs. Yeah. And when I take out the carbs and I don't have any bloating, my skin clears up, my body fat goes down. It's like I could have been playing that excuse game over and over and over for years and keep putting on more weight and like having the pain, having the bloating and then turning to supplements because like, oh, I'm in pain and that really does suck. So it's like, oh, well, you just didn't want to be stricter. You didn't want to be disciplined. You didn't want to cut out something that you enjoy. It's like, it doesn't even necessarily need to require that, but just know the truth. Question yourself on what is actually occurring because how many people would just go, it just is harder for me. That's just yep. what it is. Yep. It's like, like you said, I'm older. <laughs> like, yeah. And people use, you know, there's so much access to information now that people use that to make their excuses too. Of like, well, you know, maybe my gut biome is different now. Mm-hmm. It just doesn't, it, it's bad. It doesn't handle what it, it could before and blah, blah, blah. It's like, you're just using fucking things that, you just learned to manipulate yourself yep. into staying where you don't want to even stay. Well, and, and unfortunately, like sometimes those reasonings are also false, which I think sucks even more because sometimes that was just bred into us. Like how many times have you heard like, well, I'm, I'm older. Just wait till you get to my age or as a girl, like just wait till you have kids yeah and then it's like well that's interesting though because i've seen plenty of the older population being in shape and being able to do all the same things and ride bikes and go on walks and be active and have more muscle than i do see some younger kids in the gym or i see some moms lose the weight and they're active again and they're fit it's like don't tell me that that's just what it is no that's you you did that yeah you stopped working out you stopped trying to like hold on and i think that's like for me too like i i try to focus on that with the bullshit stuff that just doesn't freaking serve me anymore yeah well it's it's the hard reality because it's simply it's just it's i think it serves me because it's easier oh yeah well, it's because, not actually better for me well because i mean it's this it's the old you know annoying cliche of like good things come with whatever that takes time you know or Mm -hmm. like the good things come from hard work and it being a struggle it's like yeah the shit that comes easy probably isn't worth it most of the time and people don't like like what you're saying for yourself and i do it too and i'm constantly trying to kind of ask myself that question of am I just trying to game the system right now am I just trying to find the easy way out and and make a make a cool story about it so that it seems justified well you really want to get to that place is this going to take you there these actions and this this thought process or this whatever it's like probably not when you're constantly trying to just find a way around the struggle and avoid it and 
make yourself more comfortable. It's like making finding ways to make yourself more comfortable is just going to result in you not getting anything done. Yeah. That's not where anything happens from. We're, we're constantly trying to find a way in every aspect of life, even in the exercise world. It's like the people that won't squat or won't deadlift because it's hard on the spine and this and that. It's like, you just don't want to do the hard shit. You yeah. want to just do your like, fucking cable machine. You want to talk about not good for the spine. Talk about friggin' leg press. <laughs> <laughs> That's just hard on me, but it's like, <clears throat> yeah, so they'll go and do these other exercises that are easier. Yep. But your, your reasoning for not doing it, those things also have that. Yeah, everything has it. It's like in your shit form because you've been doing cables and machines your whole life or mm-hmm. most recently, it's like you're going to get hurt doing that anyways. That they just, it, it's, it's trying to find comfort. It's like you have to stop trying to find comfort. You have to go whatever you want. You have to go do the shit that's hard. Yeah. And it's, and it's difficult to go head on into that. But it's like. You want to put on muscle? It's like, you got to go to the gym and lift. Yeah. And then continue to kind of increase that. Well, and I, I think that's where I, I came up with that thought of like, hmm, what am I maybe thinking I'm just being patient for, waiting for the time, or, you know, things will settle out versus like, no, it's not. Yeah. It's not going to because you're not putting anything in to make that happen. Right. So it's like, okay, am I being patient for the snack or am I just being oblivious to where I'm not putting in effort? You know, it's like we talk about a lot on this podcast, but like, but kids, that's something I always have wanted. I want to have kids. I want to be a mom. That's something that I think is going like, I. that's very important to me to do. That's the not saying that's a fun because it's a lot of work but it's like that's the the prize having to get to have kids is the prize so it's not just oh i gotta be patient and then i get the prize like you have to in my opinion i want to earn to be a parent so that means i need to get on my shit i need to like this whole Oh, well, I don't want to be criticized and blah, blah, blah. It's like, there's probably going to be a lot of things that I need corrections on or I'm going to suck at or whatever and you're going to call me out on. If I'm not good at getting corrections, now my kids suffer. When your kids are going to correct you then too. Yeah, and they're going to correct me by their behavior and how they turn out and what decisions that they choose to be because they're seeing me do that. It's like, so now my kids suffer because I can't handle getting corrected or like say in our relationship, like stuff that we need to work out that can't be put on pause. That can't be no matter how hard the conversation is or whatever, like we need to be doing that because if having kids and having kids that are happy and we enjoy that process is the prize, what are we doing to set that up? What are we doing? What work are we putting in and implementing to earn that prize and I it's think not just I, be patient for it yeah you have to do the work yeah and i think 
I think a lot of people don't think it's that extreme. I think they, everything that is <laughs> extreme, maybe that's also uh, a separate issue. We're, but <laughs> we're, yeah, we're very like everything is important and everything needs to, Oops. I don't know, like you need to do, we, we take everything very seriously to where I think people just, they don't take things as seriously. And you know I, what? They, they, there's a lot of benefit in that too, but I, I would like to challenge that. I don't know if we take everything super seriously. Well, we take a lot of things. Oh, I guess very yes, seriously. we take a lot of things seriously. But I, I just, I, I think generally people don't. <clears throat> all the things you said about kids, like I don't think people think that they have that much power or effect on them, or that like them figuring out how to not deal with criticism it's like if they're not good at that i don't think they think like oh this is going to affect my kids they're gonna go like well no that's my own problem and i'm gonna like whatever that's not gonna affect my kids though i don't think people feel that way most of the time to where mm. i think we we feel like we see it very obviously being around kids a lot well yeah that I don't know. It's like it grows to the we we see the importance, just like how we take health and just health very seriously, too. And we see that and go like, well, you wonder why you're anxious, depressed, ADHD, all this shit going on. It's like, well, you're not active. You're not healthy. It's like that's our first thing we go to most of the time. Sure. It's like to us, these answers are so obvious and to others, I don't think they think it affects them that way. Like, I don't think they most, I would say probably most people don't think that the health of their body has anything to do with their mind. And then that being in charge of the rest of your life. Yeah. And I just, I don't know, I guess that's part, part of why maybe we do the podcast part of why we like to talk about it is just like we feel like there's a very strong connection between that and that we feel like there's very strong connections between a lot of these things that it's like hey we want to tell you like look at this because sure. you not being healthy is probably affecting your brain or you not being able to deal with criticism is probably affecting your kids in the way that they act it's like you're sick of your kids doing these certain things it's like it probably has something to do with you not just with them mm -hmm. so i well, think you brought people, people do yeah. go oh it's the kid they have their own problems and we need to solve those it's like uh no it's you that has the problems and they're yep. reacting from it yep yep yeah and i i don't know if that's just i i, I would whether it's fortunate or unfortunate, I've always kind of thought that way. And I'm sure there's been plenty of times where it has not been helpful at all. But I feel more fortunate or lucky that the jobs that we have had or the situations that we have been with, where we have lived, blah, 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 whatever, we have been able to gather so much data of working with so many people on either the more 
middle age to adult range or the kids and such large age groups on both of those ends to gather the data like oh everybody is dealing with the same thing but they're yeah. going to differ they're going to not efficient solutions like why are we all going to the same things but those things are incorrect yeah and it's like well because there's so much more information about feeding that narrative or giving the information and it's and it's not so much like people are being stupid it's not that it's that is what is being told yeah it's it's the culture of trying to just make you feel better rather than being honest with you yeah it's the blame game i think it's never not you oh for sure yeah it's which is just your ego coming up yeah Yeah. Yeah. That's really something I want to focus on more for myself. Like new challenge. Yeah. I noticed for me a lot lately of like, oh, that's an old pattern coming up and it is not helping you. And it probably has never helped you. Yeah. Time to switch it. Yeah. We all have our own things and it's, yeah, for sure. Same for me. It's like, okay, let's, let's try to catch those things and not have them be the just like the fallback in a way yeah fallback response it's like yeah. let's find a way to not yeah not act that way and make those deci- make those decisions and most of the time i think it stems from just like trying to make yourself feel better it's like eh, doesn't really work yeah yeah i well i was just having a conversation with somebody kind of about that of like choosing friends or how I am like friends with people now or whatever like I really do try to I think I think I think I try to make an effort of surrounding myself with more people that do question me a lot I have some just like fun people and that just like bring good times but I think my close-knit people kind of go like why do you do that or like why are you like that why do you think that way why was that your response or whatever like you very much so do that with me and I think my closer crew of people but there's like those people I respect so much because like you care about me enough to want me to be the best version of me not just like that's just who she is yeah well, and that's hard to judge, though, too, because some people are just judgmental yeah. and a little bit rude. I guess you have to know. You can feel, like, who has a good heart. Yeah, you got to know it's coming from a decent place or it's they actually care about you and what's going on and not just, like, they just happen to be, like, opinionated or more vocal than other people. Yeah. It's like, well, <laughs> I like that you're challenging me, but also, like, you're just kind of rude. <laughs> Well, sure. Yeah. Yeah. We're like at hour 15. We should probably wrap it up. Okay. Bye. See you later. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't know.